Welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl, Laboralee, a.k.a. Kat Lee, and you have now tuned in to Ambitiously, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have. And today is Medium Monday. And as usual, per usual, we are on the gab beat. We got some things to get into today. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to digested all this information we're about to take in because i told y'all on mondays we are super nosy and it's okay it's okay sometimes on wednesdays too but specifically on mondays um the phone line is open 443-850-4828 443-850-4828 you can call in you can text you can ask me to drop the link and i will um or you could drop a comment and i'll you know i'll show it on the screen because that's what i do i wanted to make sure everything was everything over here and a whole bunch of nonsense wasn't going on today I'm a bunch of emails because the phone line is a whole nother phone. Um, Okay, we good. We in there. All right. So we know that. And please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Every like, every share, and every subscription is greatly appreciated. We love you all for it, and we appreciate you for it. So thank you in advance. Thanks. Um, Let me get that off the screen. So... Before I get into all of the nosiness that is us, um, there's one thing I have to do, honey. I have to do it, so I'll be right back. What they're offering might just have you in the mood to get naked. Flex offers $100 off a six-pack of wine for $39.99, including shipping. Again, the offer is $100 off of a six-pack of wine for $39.99 with shipping included. These are not small bottles of wine. These are your normal size bottles of wine. And you're guaranteed to fill your wine cellar or have a really good time. (laughs) Get it now, y'all. Get it. I feel like you might get a little naked, but that's just me. Anyway, let's get into this tea, honey, because it's a lot going on. It's a lot of gab that we need to cover today because it's a lot going on. We are going to start with this whole Angela Angela Yee situation on the Tamron Hall show um, where she spoke on DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. And so we're going to get into it. I feel like it deserves a little bit of um, conversation. So. Angela Yee didn't paint the Breakfast Club as a great place for a woman to work while chatting with Tamron Hall. But DJ Envy's rejecting her view and perhaps reopening old wounds from December December um from December's abrupt breakup. Um Envy denied Angela Yee's claims that she was the only woman on the staff during the um during the most during most of her time on The Breakfast Club, noting they've had female producers for years and even she replaced a different woman. Yee was on the Tamron Hall show last week and talked about her old show as sort of a boys club. Um, But on Monday, her former co-host said her um, the allegations... Um, diminishes the women who propel the show behind the scenes. 
Um, Envy says he spoke to Yee directly on Sunday and he claimed she owned up to misspeaking during the interview, claimed that she was referring to the lack of female co-hosts, um, despite her saying the complete opposite during the confessional. Mm. Oh my gosh, I knew that was going to happen, y'all. I'll get my notes together. And then we have a whole bunch of chaos and bullcrap going on. Hold on, I got y'all though. Hold on. Okay, so Charlemagne the God didn't have much to add to Ye or Envy side, but thinks Tamron and her producers are out to fill the sensational void left due to the departure of Wendy Williams on daytime TV. Which I could kind of see that a little bit. Envy says Ye will be clearing the comments up on her wake up show later, which was today, as they um angered many women working at the station, including the executive VP of programming, who happens to be a woman. So when this, when I saw the clips, because I saw the clips, I didn't see the whole episode. I just saw clips of it. And the thing that I've noticed always when it comes to um, daytime television specifically, and when it comes to um, just vloggers, bloggers, um, some podcasters in general, sometimes, and I knew that was going to happen. I was trying to make sure it cleared up before that happened again. I'm sorry, y'all. But a lot of times y'all can't take a clip as the full context of what is being said because you're only watching the clip. Unless you watch the full episode, you don't know exactly everything that was said. Um, and then it goes viral and then everybody's in their feelings and everybody's like, oh, well, she said this and he said this and she said this. And really, you're just basing it upon a clip, just a little small clip, um, a soundbite, so to speak. And so that I'll say that first. Secondly, when Angela Yee, and it's the crazy part, because she left the Breakfast Club, but she's still at iHeartRadio. So they're still, in essence, her co-workers, even if she's not on the same show with them. They're still co-workers. She was going to run into them in the hallways. They're all in the same freaking building. That's secondly. Third, I kind of felt like there was going to be a little a little bit of... Because um, they, you know, it's always been some drama on that show, like behind the scenes, things that have happened... Um, things that were said, people weren't happy about things, perhaps. Um, people didn't like how things were said or how things were represented. I kind of knew that there was going to be some um, melee after her departure from the Breakfast Club. I knew it was going to be some things said after her departure. I didn't know exactly what, but I knew that something was coming. I knew. It was just, like, obvious. Um, it's too many numbers, but I'll say fourth. You could kind of tell that Angela Yee was ready to haul tail out of that mother, mother sucker um, for a long time. So she was just waiting for her opportunity to have her own situation. But she wanted to get out of there. I don't think that her comments were directly directed directly to the other women who work on production 
or, you know, the higher ups that are women. But I think she was speaking specifically to the point, like she said, she was speaking to her being the only co-host on that production. They had other ladies come through, but there are conversations. And I've, I've watched The Breakfast Club just like I watched, um, you know, shows from... Um, Hot 107. You feel me? Like I, 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 I'm a fan, so I, I pay attention um, to those things. And there have been episodes where she has been outnumbered because it has been more so men than female because she's the only female on air personality. Let's make that clear. What I'm saying. She was the only on-air personality on the Breakfast Club, so you know she said that's what she meant. And I'm not sure I didn't catch her show to find out. I haven't really gotten really into Angelie's show for real, but I haven't watched to see if she cleared that up. But obviously she ruffled some feathers. Um, Charlemagne the God, again, didn't have much to say to anybody's side. I mean, he's kind of kept his mouth shut on the subject, but um, it did rub DJ Envy the wrong way. And so, yeah, he had to come and he had to say a few words about it. And so he did. Um, I don't think it's that big of a deal, though. I don't. I think that sometimes you just got to let it go. You know, it's, it is what it is. She said what she said. That's how she felt. You can't tell a person how to feel. You can't tell a person how to, you know what I mean, how to convey their own message. They convey it the way that they convey it. But um, we're going to see what happens from here. Um, the VP of programming, he, they said she took it kind of personal. And that's not good because she's also in charge of he show too. So I will watch how that, you know, I want to watch how that plays out. But I'm quite sure she cleared it up because she knows that it's people who are involved behind the scenes that, you know, she can't be rubbing the wrong way. And although she has a freedom, she doesn't have that much freedom. She isn't. She doesn't. She has, you know, on lip service, her podcast. Yeah, she has freedom. But when it comes to the radio station. Not so much. Not so much. So we're going to see what happens with that. Okay, let's get to the next situation at hand. So Melly Mel said, um, well, Melly Mel has some choice words about Kendrick Lamar and Eminem and whether or not they can rap. Um, well, and he said they can rap, but their influence is shit. That's what he said. And I'm I'm tried I tried not to cuss, but this is what he said. So Melly Mel of the legendary Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five feels some kind of way about being ranked so far low be below Kendrick, Lamar, and Eminem. He's slapping both MCs with a backhanded um with backhanded compliments. <sighs> I hate backhanded compliments, and I'm gonna tell you why in a minute, but <laughs> The veteran rapper recently argued that the art of dialect um, um, argued to the art of dialect that while both Kendrick and Eminem are lyric lyrically proficient, their styles and music are, aren't influential or mimic by uh, mimicked by enough rappers to earn high class status in hip hop. Mm. 
according to the Billboard list, because it's this Billboard list. I keep telling y'all about these lists. But anyway, according to the Billboard list, Mally Mao is um, the 48th best rapper of all time compared to Kendrick Lamar at number two and Eminem. I knew that was going to happen again, and I'm mad that I even turned it back on before I knew that that was going to happen. Should I turn it off? I don't know. But anyway. So Kendrick was at number two, Eminem was at number five, but Melly says their music doesn't get burned in the streets or clubs, or so his so he's heard. Um, Melly doesn't deny he's an old fart, but still thinks that he his radar works well enough to know that Kendrick doesn't deserve to be ranked that high. In the case of M, Mali um, thinks that Slim Shady benefits from the reverse um, affirmative action, earning more attention simply because he had um, he was capable um, he was a capable white rapper in an arena dominated by black artists. Mali says if he was white, his legacy would have been in line with Elvis Press. Um, if if he was white, his legacy would have been in line with Elvis Presley's, um, a debatable point, but he's not the only pick on the BB, on the Billboard charts list, upset about the final count. I told y'all Lil Wayne was in his feelings about it too. Um, when when Ice Cube was spoken to, he, um, he, he, he placed 18, number 18 on the list. The NWA legend, um, shredded the entire operation for lack of credibility and reminded us that opinions aren't facts. But I said that last Monday when I talked about Lil Wayne, which can pretty much be applied to Melly's entire argument. Oh my gosh, really? I don't know why this happens every freaking time. Every time. I mean, every time. So, um... Yeah, so that that's basically how they feel. A lot of people are in their feelings right now about this list, but and and I agree with Ice Cube. They are opinions. I told you it's not like they're going and taking a vote for this list and being like, okay, who belongs where on the list and how do you rank them? It's not a bunch of people sitting down at the table doing this. It's a few, a selective few people who sit down at this table and say, all right, this is where we're ranking everybody. In our opinion, this is where we feel that they, and they take a vote. Well, what do you feel about it? What do you feel about it? But it's not like they're polling, like like they're going in the streets like, hey, so who do you feel like are the top 100, right? You know what I mean? Or like, who do you feel like are the top 50? They're not doing that. They're sitting at a table. I don't know how many people exactly are at this table, but I'll say, I'll give it a good, it's no more than 10, 10 to 20 people, maybe tops. I don't know how many people are at this table, but it's not them going around and asking people who they feel are the best rappers alive. They're not doing that. As far as Mali is concerned, um, although you are great, they're going to rank the, the newer artists higher than you, sir. And that's what it boils down to. They're going to rank them higher than you because you are in a whole different league that I think them putting you on that list was just them being respectful because you are a pioneer in the game. It's real talk. 
but you weren't going to rank higher than Kendrick and you weren't going to rank higher than Eminem. You just weren't because these people who put this list together aren't from that time. So they weren't going to rank you high up. You were just, they was just showing homage. They paying homage, paying their respect. And that's how that goes. Um, I wouldn't take it too personal. Again, it's a list. And yes, although Billboard is very, um, you know, I guess, you know, you know, they they have a degree of, um, you know, honors because it is Billboard and it has been around for a long, long time. And their charts have been something that people um, take into account. I just wouldn't take that that wouldn't take it personal. That's like I don't would really, really wouldn't take if I was an up and coming artist that freshman class list from Double XL too serious either. Because if you know you're great, then you don't need them to validate your greatness. It's just that simple. I told you, and I, I understood why Little Wayne was mad because he's a Libra, and we just feel like we're great. And nobody's, I, I, I personally don't need a list to validate whether or not I'm great. I'm just great in my own right. And you just going to take it or you're not going to take it. You could say I'm not great, but I'm going to tell you I'm great anyway. But let's go to a quick commercial and I'll be right back. Yeah, like I don't need you to tell me I'm great. I'm just going to be great whether you like it or not. I'm just great. We'll be right back. What a time to be alive. I repeat what a time to be alive did you know that you could get fresh ingredients along with beautiful recipes delivered to your door did you know that well you can get 21 free meals plus free shipping and three free gifts when you use the code hellofresh21 the link is in the description again use the code hellofresh21 to get 21 free meals plus free shipping plus free free gifts i'm telling you time to get healthy y'all yeah i'd be damned if i let somebody tell me whether or not i'm great i'm just great and you just gonna take it or leave it but i'm great regardless so anyway let's keep it moving let's get to this poo shiesty news i haven't heard much about this lately but let's talk about it so poo shiesty has been ordered to cough up a bunch of dough and it's going um and it's being it'll oh so uh, he's been they want him to pay some people it'll be going to the victims of the the fire party um, he was involved in back in 2020. According to legal documents obtained, the rapper now has to pay $156,585 in restitution as a part of his sentence. The docs say that um, some of the cash must be forked over from money he's earned while working in prison. And well, how much money is he making in prison? That's what I want to know. That's a lot of money. Um, I knew this was gonna happen again. I'm gonna just do this like this from now on. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of money. How much money is he earning in prison? Um, so as reported, Pooh was busted in 2020, 2020 for a fire party involving himself and other men at the Miami Arena parking lot, leaving two people injured. 
It's always something. Surveillance video from the scene showed the whole thing unfold. Pooh appeared to have an assault rifle while sitting in a McLaren directly in front, um, directly in the middle of all the action. He was sentenced to 63 months. Woo! 63 months in prison last April after pleading guilty to one count of possession of a blicky um, in furtherance of a crime of violence. Um, once out, he had, he will have to do three years of supervised release um, as well as, hold on, because I want to make sure I got everything in this thing. We act crazy. So, um, as well as treatment, a treatment program for narcotics and alcohol. I don't know where he's going to get. I don't think that he, I mean, well, maybe not. Maybe he does have that much money because, but I don't know. Like, does he? Because he didn't really have a lot of time to really, like, make that money for real. So, is he going to have the money to pay the restitution? And 63, 63 freaking months, that's a long time to be sitting in somebody's prison. I mean, it ain't forever, but 63, oh my gosh. Oh, 63, that just, I hate when they word it in months because it's just like, oh my gosh. It sounds like forever. 63 months sound like forever to me. Like, oh my gosh. And then after that, then he got to come out and do three years of release, um, supervised release. Well, so be on parole for three years. Oh, and he got to go to a treatment program. That's a lot of time, bruh. And I don't know that he going to have time to even do anything. out. Well, maybe. Maybe when he come out, he'll still be able to work or whatever, like make some music. I hope so, because he going to have to do something to pay that restitution. And whew, then on top of that three years supervised release, is he going to be able to like, even if, if he makes more music, coming out is he gonna be able to like tour and stuff like that because you know they be hard on these rappers when it come to going on tour dates and stuff like that so i don't know i don't know y'all let me know what y'all think is gonna happen y'all think he gonna come out and make some more music and then what y'all think he gonna do if he do tour he gonna have to clock in like I'm, i gotta go on tour can i go on tour he gonna have to ask for permission and all of that stuff so and y'all saw what meek, meek mill went through trying to do his thing and he just now getting to that point where he can, you know, well, now he's able to move around and move about because he offer all of that mess. But it was hard for him when he first came out. It was real, real hard for him when he first came out. So I don't know. I'm interested to see what happens. Y'all tell me what y'all think is going to happen. I don't know. I'm interested, though. I'm nosy. I want to know. So let's get to Travis Scott as if he is has not had enough trouble, as if he has not been in enough mess. All right, I will say that Astro World situation wasn't necessarily his fault. You feel me? And I said it then and I'll say it now, which is this. I'll say with that Astro World Astro World incident, you try performing in what in front of what is supposed to be 50,000 people, but what turns out to be like 500,000 people and then telling them and everybody. And then you try from the stage, try to hear what's going on in the crowd that I'm going to start there first. OK, but <clears throat> this one here 
this one is on him. This one right here is on him. So, Travis Scott is under fire for yet another incident that unfolded just minutes before he allegedly punched a sound engineer in the face. So, he punched a sound engineer in the face. I don't know what was going on. This time, he's accused of tossing the fan's phone, and the lawsuit could be coming soon. Oh my God. And what is with y'all tossing everybody? I want to know. What is with y'all tossing everybody's phones? Y'all can't just be taking people's property and tossing it. I don't care how you feel about whatever. You just can't go around tossing people's stuff. But anyway, um, in the video, um, in the video, you can see Travis behind the DJ booth at um, Nabula. Um, in NYC as he performed a surprise DJ set. Everybody DJing now. Um, <laughs> already agitated, it appears that Travis doesn't appreciate the man with the, with the cell phone filming him while he spins. That's when Travis snatches the phone. The video is murky at that point, but the phone's owner tells us that Travis tossed it. <coughs> Striking him in the head. <clears throat> And cracking the screen. The man tells um, tells reps um, for the venue. Um, reps from tells that reps from the venue offered his table a free bottle of booze for his troubles, but he turned it down. However, he tells us that his lawyer that he's lawyered up. Oh, Travis, 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 Travis. This one on you, bruh. This one is totally on you. Um, and he, he he plans to file both a police report and a civil suit. As as reported, though, it was around 3 a.m. Wednesday when the cops were called to the, the venue after the rapper allegedly punched a sound engineer um, in the face before allegedly destroying $12,000 and video and speaker equipment. The sound engineer um, spoke to Fox 5 News Thursday from the hospital claiming that he suffered neck injuries. Um, Travis has been named as a suspect by the NYPD in the assault and criminal mischief investigation. His attorney, Mitchell Schuster, tells, um, says that the allegations by the sound engineer, um, the Allegations by the sound engineer, while this is clearly a misunderstanding being blown out of proportion by um, by clickbait and misinformation, um, we are actively working with the venue and law enforcement to resolve and set the record straight. We are confident our client will be cleared of all wrongdoing. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was too soon, Travis, for you to be acting up. Cause, and then on top of that, you got Chris Brown out here throwing phones. But at least he was throwing phones for the sake. Like, girl, pay me some attention. I'm trying to show you these moves. I'm trying to be all up in your face and give you all this. <sighs> Chris Brown, Chris Breezy action. And you attention to me. This right here with Travis Scott, though, was just it seems like he was just agitated all around. He throwing phones, people phones, he punching sound engineers. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot going down, Breezy and Travis 
And I don't know. I know y'all are irritated by the idea of people. I'm sorry. I'm looking for stuff. I know it's irritating. I found it. Um, I know it's irritating to have people like with their phones while you're trying to perform or do your you do whatever it is that you're doing, but you just, that's people's personal property. And there is a law against destroying people's personal property. And then I wonder, did Chris Brown ever, um, did he break the girl phone? I don't, I didn't hear not much about that. I know that it was returned to her by somebody who was in the crowd. Maybe somebody caught it. But then that's the other thing too. You got to be careful with that too. You toss the people phones, you can hit somebody else with the phone. And then that's a whole nother lawsuit. Chill out with the throwing, tossing of the phones. All right. All right. Let's get to this. Now I've been looking for this young lady because I kind of liked her back in the day a little bit. Um, I told y'all I'm into all kinds of um, music and I thought she was kind of, you know, kind of dope when she came out. I liked her. But it's been said that Avril Lavigne and Tiger, um, Tyga, um, you know, they doing a Doug Dizzle. But let's listen. Avril Lavigne and Tiger certainly aren't doing anything to help to silence the rumors, rumors that they're dating. Now, they were spotted um, together in Paris, the same city where she and Maude's son got engaged. Yeah. Um, the pair hit Leonardo DiCaprio's Wednesday, um, um, Leonardo's the, the, DiCaprio's party Wednesday at Cuckoo. Um, both dressed head to toe in black while trying to maintain their low key profiles. Ooh, I don't know that you can be low key, and especially at a um, Leonardo DiCaprio party. I just don't. Of course, the Paris trip comes about a week after um, the story broke about Avril Levine calling off her engagement with Mars Sign about a year after he proposed um he proposed to her our um, sources said that the two have been on and off again for several months before she called to quit it doesn't work sometimes shit just does not work no matter how much you want it to it just doesn't work sometimes at the time Mars son was on tour promoting um his god save the teen album um his rep told us that Mars was unaware things were over with avril um, but took to Instagram a few days later to write, in one week, my entire life changed completely. <laughs> Trust me. I know. I know how that feels. I just know there's a plan for it all. I keep my head up, always listen to my heart, even when it feels broken. And he put the broken heart emoji. Um, prior to the ending of the engagement, everyone, Tiger, was Tyga was seen embracing in the parking lot of Nobu after a dinner out with friends. They later left the same in the same vehicle. Those sources close to Avril to, um, say that they're just friends. It appears things are either heating up or that the friendship is getting a lot tighter in the city of love. And it's hard. I, I can imagine being in Paris and like, you know, feeling the moment and you know being like, it's Paris it's Paris French y'all know I love y'all it's Paris you just you go there to feel the romance and, and the nostalgia of love so I could see how that might be happening in Paris um so I don't know I don't know I don't know but that's what that's what's being said let's get the Vic Mensa hold on I want to talk about him too because 
he's doing some things. I don't think we're going to get through everything today. And if we don't, we'll cover it on Wednesday. Because um, it's a lot. I think we'll do a little bit of sports on Wednesday. Figmissus spent the night out in the cold to help raise awareness and combat the growing homeless crisis and um, crises in his hometown of Chicago. Um, the rapper took to the streets Tuesday night in Chicago and temps as low as 37 degrees. Ah, oh, power to you, bruh. Showing solidarity by doing exactly what the homeless are forced to do every night. Vic spent his night on the curb with um, his good friend um, Englewood Barbie, some who um, someone who's been feeding and sleeping under the viaduct with the homeless for weeks as a way to bring awareness. Vic and um, Englewood Barbie um, are working toward the goal of $1 million to open up a shelter to house the local homeless. The fundraiser has already risen over 126000 but it's still got a long way to go. It is clear that Barbie's gotten more than just Vic to come to sleep outside this winter with a group of people showing up to do the same. She's also making sure that everyone's got access to some great meals and um, dealing with the harsh weather, while dealing with the harsh weather. Oh my gosh, I cannot even imagine because it's Chicago. And if you don't know about Chicago, it is cold. It's cold in Chicago, period. Um, But, you know, it's windy in Chicago. It's the windy city, but winters are brutal in Chicago. That's why nobody understood that whole Jesse Smollett situation and him getting attacked outside and why he was going to Subway at that time of night when it was freezing outside. So, yeah, Chicago is cold. So big up to um, Englewood Barbie and Vic Mensa for being out there and, and trying to do something positive. I love that story. It, it, it melts my heart. I love that. Okay, so... Do I have time? Yeah, I got a little bit of time for a little bit of sports because I like to throw some sports in there. I am a football lover and I love basketball too. And I love, I kind of like golf a little bit. Mm, tennis, not so much. Soccer, for sure. Or football, as you would say it in other countries, for sure. Um, so NFL's Calvin Ridley is reinstated after one year of um, suspension. Suspension. Oh, wow, I was getting tongue-tied. Calvin Ridley just released a statement on the news saying that today's reinstatement by the NFL brings an end to a challenging chapter of his pro professional career, one that was self-inflicted and began with an and isolated lapse of judgment. I always, this is him, quote unquote, this is him speaking. I have always owned my mis mistakes and this is no different. He continued, I like an honest person. I have great respect for the game and I am excited for the opportunity to restart my career in Jacksonville. Um, Hold on, we're not done. Um, he said, I look forward to showing my new coaches, teammates, and the entire Jaguars, um, Jaguars organization exactly who I am and what I represent as a player and a person. Calvin Ridley is cashing out of his 
um, suspension. The Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver was just fully reinstated back in the NFL after getting busted for um, betting on games. The league announced Monday. Um, Ridley was banned for for the entire 2022 season last March after investigation determined that he bet on his own team while on the non-football on, on a non-football related injury list um, as a member of the Atlanta Falcons November 2021. The NFL said at the time there were no signs the gang was compromised in any way but handed down the punishment to prove it has zero tolerance when it comes to protecting the integrity integrity and reputation of the sport. Ridley um, also spoke out at the time saying he doesn't have a gambling problem as on, um, he only bet $1,500, what, $1,500. Um, the league says Rid- um, Ridley is now eligible to participate in all team activities ASAP. Um which means he he can finally get um, a, acquainted with his new his new squad his new um, team, and really was traded to Jacksonville in November 2022 for a couple of draft picks. But due to the ban, he has not yet suited up alongside Trevor Lawrence. Whew. Baby, don't be out here batting on games and you know you play in in the sport. You can't just you can't do that. Like this is a conflict of interest, really. Like you can't do that. So let's get to um Jay Morant under police inter- um, investigation. I said we want to talk some sports over a gun video. So and I said the word and I didn't want to say it, but I I, I know the P he had a piece. Um, cops are now investigating Jay Morant after the NBA superstar was seen in a video over the weekend, brandishing a firearm. Um, it has been learned. Oh my gosh. Why did I do that? It has been learned. Hold on. I got to get back to it. Oh gosh. I hate when that happens. Um, so, so it has been learned. A spokesperson for the Glendale Police Department of Colorado to, um, says that they launched a probe into the matter shortly after Morant went on Instagram Live. Why y'all do this? I don't know. Went on Instagram Live from what appeared to be a strip club with the firearm in his hand. According to the spokesperson, cops have confirmed that the incident took place at the bar in Glendale, adding, we are investigating the matter. No further details surrounding the probe um, were given. As reported, um, Morant filmed himself at the Colorado establishment late Friday night, early Saturday morning. What is what y'all idiot? Y'all, some of y'all are just so freaking dumb. I'm gonna tell you what it is. Um so um so that was Saturday early well late Friday night, early Saturday morning, hours after the Grizzlies had lost to the Nuggets in Denver. And the footage the 23-year-old can be seen and heard rapping along with NBA Youngboy's song, all while flashing the firearm. Shortly after the video was posted, the Grizzlies announced Morant would be stepping away from the um, team for at least 
the next two games. That's right. Um, Morant, meanwhile, took responsibility for his actions and apologized to the team and the fans in a statement. Um, ja, um, ja, say, oh, Jay, ja, Jay, also vowed to take some time away to get help and work on learning better um, methods of dealing with stress and his overall well-being. Grizzly head, Grizzlies head coach Taylor Jenkins said there is currently no timetable on when he will return to the court. Listen here, y'all can't be out here. Like, I know a lot of times when it comes to these, especially the younger men, when it comes to these sports, they get this money and they feel like they have all of this power and they can do whatever you they want to do. You cannot do whatever you want to do. And they're taking that light on you for real, bro. Um, so um, Marcus Stroman on Morant and um, Irving controversy says he knew that Nike was trash. <laughs> so <clears throat> Marcus Stroman is calling out Nike, accusing the retail conglomerate of being hypocritical for its um, drastically different response to Jay Morant and Kyrie Irving's hold on, controversy, saying he always knew that Nike was trash. Nike released a statement over the weekend about Morant displaying the firearm on Instagram Live, saying, we appreciate Jaws' accountability and that he is taking the time to get the help that he needs. Um, we support his prioritization um, of his well-being. You recall Nike parts ways with Irving, though, Kyrie Irving, who had been the, with the company since 2011. And after the superstar point guard tweeted out a link of a controversial film, which he didn't. It was a photo. It wasn't a link. I wish y'all stopped saying it was a link. Now, Strowman is pointing out that he believes um what he believes is a double standard. The Nike sticking by job, but not Kyrie. Kyrie posted a link with um with zero comments. It was a a photo, not a link, um with zero comments, and they ended his contract. I always knew Nike was trash. The Chicago Cubs star pitcher tweeted, "Thank." thankful to be free from any of these companies. Nike cut ties with um, um, Kyrie, whose contract was set to expire um, in October 2023, one month after the shoe giant was suspended, um, suspended its relationship with him. Um, at the time, Nike co-founder and chairman Phil Knight said Kyrie stepped over the line, adding its it's kind of that simple. Meanwhile, Morant, who is also accused of beating up a teenager during a pickup ball game. Oh, my Lord. This child right here. This child right here. Um, before allegedly, um, before allegedly flashing a firearm in his waistband was suspended for a two, two games by the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies had, uh, we already know. He said there's no time. We don't know when he's coming back. Um, there's no timetable on his return. Um, we're taking it one day at a time. Jenkins said this is going to be an ongoing healing process, so I can't comment in the terms of what the exact timeline is going to be because it's already... Uh, it's not really a timeline situation. Ah. Mm. 
Let me just say this. Um, if you're going to be fair, be fair. If you're going to be fair, be fair. I'll say this. All right. And this is my last one. And then I got to get to show them. <laughs> I don't want to go too far over the hour. But um, So Chris Rock, Chris Rock did a Netflix series. He filmed it here in Baltimore. Um, big shout out to him for doing that. But listen, so he t- it took nearly a year for Chris Rock to finally, um, but he finally went in on Will Smith for the slapping him on the stage at the Oscars, roasting the actor while calling him a bitch. I cannot put it any other way than that's what he called him. Rock addressed the elephant in the room Saturday night during his live Netflix special that he filmed here in Baltimore, Selective Outrage, um, leaving no doubt that he's still pissed about Will Smith smacking him on live TV as the world watched. The comedian launched into a segment this um the comedian launched into the segment this way. You all, this is what he said, you all know what happened to me, getting smacked by Shook Shook Smith, everybody knows, everybody fucking knows. I got smacked like a year ago, and people are like, did it hurt? It still hurts. I got summertime ringing in my ears. <laughs> I gotta watch this special. But don't ever, um, but don't ever ask Rock to sit for an interview with Oprah or Gail King because he ain't gonna do it. Uh, I'm not a victim baby. Just what he said. You'll never see me on. Wait a he said you'll never see him on uh Oprah or Gail crying. You'll never see it. It's never gonna happen. Fuck that shit. I'm, I'm just saying what he said, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm cussing. I took that shit like Pacquiao. Um Refer in reference to the boxer Manny Pacquiao. Um, Rock also compared his situation with Smith to David and Goliath. He said Smith was a lot bigger than him and even played Muhammad Ali. And I said that when that should happen in a movie. You think I auditioned for that? I played Pookie in <laughs> New Jack City. I played a piece of corn in po- um, Pootie Tang, Rock joke. Then Rock's... Um, Screw, um, skewered Smith's wife Jada accusing her of doing something fucking low down by having an affair with her son's friend. Oh, he brought August Alcina into it, baby. Um, having an affair with her son's friend and discussing it with her husband on the red table talk. Um, on her red table talk, Rock said. We've all been cheated on. Everybody in here has been cheated on. None of us have ever um, done been an, been interviewed by the person who cheated on us on television. Why the fuck would you do that shit? She hurt Will way more than he hurt me. Continuing along these lines, Rock said, everybody called Will a bitch. And who's, who's he, he hit? Me. A nigga who he knew... He could beat. That's some bitch ass shit. That's what he said. Oh, I gotta watch the special. Rock said he didn't strike Will Smith back because I've got parents and you know what my parents taught me. Don't fight in front of white people. 
don't fight in front of white people. The funny man wrapped it up with, they say words hurt. You got to watch what you say because words hurt. Anybody who says words hurt has never been punched in the face. Sounds like Will still has more work to do to patch things up with Chris Rock. So we're going to see what happens. Oh, baby, I have not watched. I might watch that tonight before I go to sleep. Because y'all, well, y'all don't know, but every night before I go to bed, I like to watch a movie or something before I go to bed. I heard it was good. Um, Some of my p- friends on Facebook have been saying that it was good. And so now I-, I like to watch things for myself, though, and see if it's good myself. But I heard that it was good. So I'm going to watch it myself tonight, probably and see how I feel about it. If anybody has watched it, let me know how y'all felt about it because I would like to know myself, like what your opinions are about it. But um, I'm going to watch it myself tonight. I-, I need to see for myself. And it's probably funny as shit. I haven't seen a um, Chris Rock stand up in a minute. But let's get to this love. So wait, wait, wait. Before I get to my listening audience, anyone who's, who, who who is watching from Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook much love. I appreciate you so much. I got big love for you. Big love, big energy. Thank you for the love. Um, But I got to get to my listening audience because they listen and they show love by listening. And so I show them love too. Um, my top six, United States, France, Germany, um, United States, France, Germany, the UK, um, India, and Belgium, specifically Brussels. Hi, darlings. Thanks for loving me the way you do. Thank you for always coming through and making sure you check this podcast. I appreciate you so much. They are a top six because they download this podcast the most. And so I'm always going to have love for them and I'm always going to show them love. Um, but that does not mean that I don't love you all the same Because, because, honey, I do. I love you all equally the same. I do. I do. I do. I love you all the same. But they just download the most. Um... So let's keep spreading the love, though. Brazil, I love you. Netherlands, I love you. Singapore, I love you. South Africa, I love you. Spain, I love you. I see y'all, Spain. I see y'all coming through with the love. And and especially with um, Hood History, the podcast. I see that, too. And the UK on that one, too. Um, I see y'all. So... Philippines, I love you. Australia, I love you. Japan, I love you. Mexico, I love you. Ireland, I love you. Nepal, I love you. Mauritius, I love you. Israel, I love you. Canada, I love you. Hong Kong, I love you. Yes, I'm not finished. Russia, thank you. I love you. I don't know how to happen, but thanks. You're here, so I love you. Um, China, I love you. Hong, um, oh, I said Hong Kong. I don't know how China happened either, but I love you. I got mad love for you. Um, I said the Netherlands already. I said that. Poland, I love you. Tunisia, I love you. Venezuela, baby, I love you. But I'm not done. I'm absolutely not done. There's more people I got to show love to because they show me love. They do, they do, they do. And so I'm showing them love. Okay. Let's make sure the list is right, though, honey. Let's make sure the list is all the way together. Uh-huh. Okay. So. Indonesia, I love you. Thank you for showing me love. I think I said Japan already. I believe I said Japan already. Indonesia, I love you. Um, Switzerland, mad love to Switzerland. I love you. Thank you for coming through. Um, Turkey, I love you. Thank you for coming through. Austria, I love you. Thank you for coming through. Um, Kenya, I love you. Thank you for coming through. Pakistan, thank you. I love you for coming through. Romania, thank you. I love you. 
for coming through. You don't have to, but you do. You do. You do. Hold on. We're not finished. We're not done, y'all. We are not done. That's a whole nother list that I got to get to. And I'm going to get to it because I love all of my listeners. I appreciate each and every one of my babies. I do. My, my ambitious ones. I appreciate you. Um, Hold on. Get to the locations. Let's get to the locations. Um, Nigeria, I appreciate you and I love you. Now, I'm just going to throw out a couple of a couple of little cities real quick because I feel like I can real quick. Brussels, I already told you I love you. Um, Ashburn, Virginia, Boardman, Oregon, Austin, Texas, Clarksville, and Minneapolis. I can't even say that correctly, but I love you. Thank you for coming through. Um, Canada, let me see. Barry. And Great Sudbury, I appreciate you. I love you. Um, Germany, I love you. But let me see. I can't even say the name of this this town, but I appreciate you and I love you. Let's see what we got in India. Um, I can't say that either, but I love you, India. Um, Lagos in Nigeria, I love you. And Marlowe in, in the UK, I love you. There's other cities. I just, it's, it's too many. I just wanted to throw a couple of cities out there because I haven't done that in a long time. But I love you all. Thanks. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much. I do, I do, I do. Now, I just had to get that out because I'm excited, y'all. We Oh, wait. I didn't even do like a, a special sign or anything, but we have officially reached 6,000 downloads. So I'm excited about that. I thank you. Please keep coming. Keep downloading. There is always something here that I'm talking about. So if one thing that I'm talking about doesn't, you know, resonate with you, there's something else. And if not, then it's some music, some great music that I'm playing. We have some interviews coming up from some artists from Boston, a few artists from Boston. So um, I'm excited about that. You know, things are working out over here. Things are working out over here. So thank you for the love and thank you for coming through and showing love like you do. I appreciate you. Now, before I say the few things I have to say before I get out of here, let me just play a short commercial. It's a short one. I promise you. Want last minute brand design help? Get top tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. Okay, I'm 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 back. I was just being nosy on Facebook. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. All right. So with that being said, the things that I have to say is this. Because there are some things that I have to say. Mm-hmm. A couple things. If you would like to come on the show, hit us up ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Again, the email address is ambitiously the podcast at gmail.com. Um, that included that's included for um hood history, the podcast as well. It's just I don't feel like right now is the time to um to separate the email addresses. It's easier for me to just check all of my emails in that one place. So feel free. Ambitious the podcast at gmail.com. The phone line is always open and available to take phone calls, text messages. Hit us up. Um, you can drop a comment so we can say hey and you know show you some love, or you can ask me to drop the link and I will so you can come on and say what you gotta say. That's what we do. When I do play music, which is usually only on Fire Fridays, 
I have permission. Don't ever get it twisted. I always have permission. I would not play a video that I don't have permission for. Either they submitted it to me or I asked and then I got written consent and then I got um, some actual video consent. So any music that I play, I have full permission to play. Okay. Um, Remember to like, share and subscribe to this podcast. Any like, any share and any subscription is greatly appreciated. That's the free way to support this show and we would love it if you did. Check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Again, the website is www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. Um, uh-huh. And if you would like to support the show in a monetary fashion, then dollar sign, capital L-U-R-L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y. Again, dollar sign, capital L-U-R-L-U-C-I-D-I-T-Y. Lower lucidity to lure them in clearly. That's what it means. So you don't have to ask me. I'm going to tell you. Um, <laughs> that is actually the name of my marketing company. Um, this podcast is streaming on all streaming platforms. You can check it out. iHeartRadio. Um... Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, uh, Stitcher. I don't care where you go to look for it. It's there. Just go look for it. It's there, honey. It's there. So go check it out, okay? Um, Check out old episodes if you haven't. You know, it's good stuff on it. And we got plenty more where that's coming from. So check it out, okay? Okay? Okay. Good. Cool. We all know what's going on. Um, Where we at on time? We good. Now, let me... A few closing notes about the things that I talked about. First of all, I got to watch this Chris Rock stand-up situation because I feel like it's going to be funny. Um, Angela Yee, make peace with your um, co-workers because they are your co-workers. Yeah, make peace, honey. Um, Nike, um, Marcus Storm- Stroman said, stop being trash. Um Jay Morant, stop doing what you're doing, baby. You know, we know you got money and all, and you're feeling yourself, but some stuff you just got to leave behind in the past. Leave it there. Um, Nike, stop playing with Kyrie, too. Um, Calvin Ridley, congratulations, sir. Welcome back to the field. Welcome back to the field. Even though I'm not a fan of your team, and I never will be, I like when, you know, things get taken care of. Don't be out here gambling on no more games. It's not cool. Don't do that. Vic Mensa and um, Inglewood Barbie, big up to y'all. I got mad love for y'all for what y'all are doing because Chicago is cold, baby. It's real, real cold. Avril Levine and Tiger, I'm not here to judge you. If y'all Lincoln, y'all Lincoln, and I hope y'all happy together. That's all I got to say about that. Travis Scott, don't be punching people. Um, and don't be throwing people phones. And it's Chris Brown either. Don't be just, don't do that. Just... Find another way to release your anger. Seriously. Like, really. Pooh shiesty, get to work as soon as you get out, baby. Like, you got to get to work. You got to pay them people their money. It's just that simple. Mally, don't be upset about Eminem and Kendrick Lamar. It's not their fault. They didn't make the list, okay? And I, I hate backhanded compliments. They just rub me the wrong way. Like, don't give me a backhanded compliment. You gonna be a hater, be a hater. That's that. I think that covered everything that I talked about tonight. I just needed to say that. But there are a few things that I need to say before I get up out of here because I got some parent stuff to do. I gotta get a kid ready for school. Then I gotta get in the bed because I gotta take her to school. 
And, you know, I got work to do tomorrow. I also got insurance that I got to sling out here. So, you know, some things I got to do. So I can't be on here but too much, for too much longer. But I will say this. First things first, mind your business. Come here every media Monday, though. And I will tell you people's business because that's what I do, baby. That's what I do. So come here on media Monday and I got you. I mean, sometimes on Wet and Wired Wednesdays, I got some stories that I got to finish up on Wet and Wired Wednesday. So I will do that on Wet and Wired Wednesday. Um, but mind your business. Everybody's business is not your business. And it's the difference between minding your business and staying in your lane. And I will explain that in a second. Secondly, love your babies, hug your babies, encourage your babies. You are the first line of encouragement. They need that. They need you to tell them how great they are. They need you to tell them that they are the greatest of all times. If they want to work for NASA, then tell them to be the best astronaut, engineer, secretary, janitor, receptionist they can be, but just encourage them to be great at it. If they want to work for um, NASCAR, then tell them to be the best pit boss, NASCAR driver, commentator, or whatever else they do over there at NASCAR, because I don't know, I ain't never worked for NASCAR, but tell them to be just the greatest uh, that they can be at whatever it is that they're going to be. And they need your love. And that's very important. Last but not least, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Because when you jump in other people's lanes, I promise you, it, it gets ugly. And you jump in my lane, I promise you, you're going to get this beast. <laughs> don't ever let what I do, don't ever let what I do fool you. Uh, it's a beast inside of here. Don't wake, wake up the sleeping beast. You don't want to do that. Let her stay where she at. You want her. She's sweet, kind, and cuddly, and she don't be bothering nobody. All she want to do is spread the love. So you want her, or at least her. Because baby, baby, a girl is very, very happy when she's purring. So you don't just stay in your lane. Just stay in your lane. And what usually happens when you jump into other people's lanes is a collision and nobody wants that who wants that nobody so just stay in your lane and minding your business and staying in your lane is two different things minding your business because people be nosy but they don't necessarily jump into the situation jumping into other people's lanes is where you just insert yourself where you do not belong stay in your lane and with that being said i love you guys man thank you for watching thank you for listening you guys are extraordinary to me and I do this because y'all encourage me to. So thanks so much for the love. And with that being said, a girl has to go be a mommy. Good night. I love you. Be safe. Mm-hmm.